Could you please share the story of Ramesh's son passing away and how Ramesh was judged about this incident? Yeah. I think what is very interesting about Ramesh is the coincidences which used to take place mm-hmm. at least in my interactions with him. Yeah. And one classic example was one weekend I was with someone yeah. who was with Ramesh in the Nisardat Maharaj days. Okay. And he, out of the blue, told me that, you know, Ramesh, when he lost his son, instead of coming back for the funeral, can you imagine he went to the States for satsang? How insensitive of him. And I just listened to this and I said, fine, this man is expressing himself. I didn't know too much about this background. And he said, can you imagine what this is, what today's gurus do? Where's the sensitivity? Son is dead, he should go back. And here he's gone to give seminars and talks. So I said, fair enough, I, I just kept quiet, listened to the man. That was the end of that, or so I thought. Next weekend, I used to go to Ramesh only on the weekends. Sunday to Sunday to Sunday. I went early, so I went into his room, sat with Ramesh and Sharda, we were chatting. And I don't know even how the talk came up, but it came up. It was regarding his son, who passed away. And he told me, he said, Gautam, you know, I remember this incident. My son passed away, the seminar was organized. People were coming from different parts to attend the seminar. And I got the news that my son had passed away. And I was in a situation. There was so much grief. Do I rush back? Or since he has passed away and so many people have made efforts, the organizers have made efforts, my tickets are booked. Should I go there? and speak about the teaching. Mm-hmm. And I had to really figure this out because I was in this situation mm-hmm. and I took a decision which was painful mm-hmm. and I went forward. I went onward to my trip and I explained it to my wife yeah. and she was of course giving me full support and I knew that people would talk. How insensitive of him. I knew they would talk, I had that awareness, but yet I said, no, that is the past, it's done, it's over, it's my grief. Mm -hmm. Grief will arise Mm -hmm. and I am going to go ahead. Mm -hmm. What got me was how the source or consciousness made Ramesh say this incident to me one week after this man told me about this incident from his perspective. Mm-hmm. I think that is really, uh, for me, these incidents are <laughs> very yeah. funny at one level. I mean, yeah. you're like, what the hell, you know, yeah, yeah. how did this happen? Yeah. And it shows you the perspective that there are always two sides to everything. There's going to be judgments which are hailed upon you. People yeah. are going to talk which happened in this case, but ultimately you do what you feel and think you should do. So what do you feel one could learn from the story and take out of it? 
well for me i think it is very clear that judgments at the end of the day are futile to judge people for something they are supposed to have done i mean what they do is up to them okay. it's their decision it's their life there's no point sitting in judgment and saying you know can you imagine this person did this this person did that mm. i mean how could he how could she i think one has seen the futility of all this you know that uh this whole weight of judging others is quite a waste of time mm-hmm. you know and it's irrelevant because the man did exactly what he felt he should do mm-hmm. in full awareness so really where does my judgment come in you know so i just feel this was a classic example of uh, the teaching shining forth yeah in action. in in action and in also showing me that this is what was stated one week ago and this is what is being stated now Mm-hmm. both of course are aspects you know i mean i can't say that one person was right one person was wrong mm-hmm. the person who passed the judgment was right from his angle mm-hmm. you know but yet it's very clear to me that it is a futile exercise to judge people and situations it really is and this really shown through it's very easy when things are nice and rosy to be present and centered but in a situation like this where ramesh lost someone very dear to him and where one would normally be most attached how is it that he was not shaken and how is how could somebody uh, what could they learn from this and how could they integrate it into their own lives i think firstly i'm not sure that he wasn't shaken mm-hmm. i think anyone would be shaken the fact that i mean just because he was a sage yes. does not mean he was shaken but in spite of that he had the clarity and i think more than the clarity he had the compassion to go forward that is what drove him forward was the compassion for others that is truly the only motivation to teach if you ask me mm-hmm. and the only reason i can see why ramesh sat in that chair the fundamental reason for that and not just ramesh i feel any teachers genuine teachers who are teaching are only doing it out of compassion mm-hmm. otherwise they are happy to sit relaxed back at home mm-hmm. and chill out you know there's no need to go out there and teach so uh, for me that is a pointer because the grief if one was stuck in it and it became morning in horizontal time and one was mired in what could have been what should have been there's no way he could have gone forward and spoken and taught mm-hmm. you know so it was the sheer understanding you know ramesh had a phrase which he used early on in his teachings called understanding in action is witnessing I think when that operates then that clarity comes in and you're no longer mired in the whole uh, psychodrama of you know your own story and stretching it into horizontal time left right up down mm-hmm. and you're in the moment mm-hmm. with that awareness that decision can be made that okay I need to move forward